Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Unlimited NFL Podcast. Uh, this week, uh, it's just me and Owen, so uh, we're going to talk about uh, Week 14, and then uh, we're going to preview uh, Week 15. Owen, how's it going? It's going pretty good. Um, we're really, really getting down in the home stretch of the season, and the playoff uh, race is getting pretty wild. A lot of teams really close to each, close to each other. All but two teams are still alive to make the playoffs. So it's going to come down to the wire. So I'm really excited to see how it all shakes out. Yeah, me too. Me too. It's uh, It feels like just yesterday we were starting the season and now we're we're winding down. So it's kind of sad, but it's just yeah, how the Super Bowl is still about two months away. So still a lot of season left. Obviously, there's the playoffs coming, but um, – we got a lot to get to because there were some there were some crazy games, uh, storylines from this weekend, and um, some some intriguing matchups in Week 15, which starts tomorrow when the Chargers play the Raiders, which I'll be watching with my eyes taped shut. Um, I watch it all. Uh, we found out that Justin Herbert is the seventh day one starting quarterback to suffer a season-ending injury uh, with his finger finger injury. I don't think this is a case of, you know, as really serious injury as opposed to, like, we, we're five and eight, our season's over. There's no point in continuing to play. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it will be Easton Stick tomorrow night on Thursday Night Football. So that should be a whole lot of fun if you take the under. Um, and Stick and, and Nate McCall. Yeah. Oh boy. Um, so we'll start off with our primary headline of week 14. Really the last couple of weeks is that uh, two of the high end contenders in the NFL, the Kansas city chiefs and the Philadelphia Eagles uh, have each lost two consecutive games. The chiefs fall to eight and five with their loss to the Buffalo bills uh, with some controversy there. And then the Eagles go from ten and one to ten and three, not even leading their own division at the moment. When they their second straight relatively uncompetitive loss to the Dallas Cowboys. So Jack, I'll let you kick this one off. Uh, we'll start with the Eagles here. Um, what's going on? What what what's happening here? Because this I this is some very concerning. I'm very concerned with what has been put on the field these last couple of games against. Um, two other high-end NFC contenders. Yeah, the way in the way that I, you know, I was thinking about headlines. I was thinking about these two teams together, like not necessarily yeah. you know separate. Se- separate. Yeah. I kind of think they're uh, undergoing some of the same issues. So I kind of like was grouping them together in that way. That was my thinking with it. I, okay. So I don't. We don't really. We don't have to talk about each team individually. We can kind of you know, mess them together because they're two contending teams for the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Uh, two, games, Super Bowl. two games slides. The Super Bowl 10 months ago, you know, last year. Yeah. So Two game slides, you know, against quality teams, mind you. But I feel like if – let's, let's talk about it this way. Which team are you more concerned about going forward? I am more uh, – That's where, how we'll talk about it. About okay, that. sounds good. I'm more concerned about the Chiefs than I am Philadelphia. And here's why. Philadelphia was 10 and 1. They've they've played an absolutely brutal schedule for the last, you know, month and a half. Miami, who they beat, Dallas, who they beat, 
They beat the they beat the Chiefs. They beat the Bills, and then they have two games against two really really good two great teams actually the 49ers and the Cowboys, and I just think it's just a case of like they played so many great. I'm not making excuses for them, but like so many great teams in a row, so many contending teams in a row, it could take a toll. Um, and that's kind of why the product on the field for them these last two games was pretty tough to watch, to say the least. Their defense is like they have concerns. Don't get me wrong. I'm more concerned about the Chiefs because like I it's just been all year, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe not all year, but Most really year. ever since that game they they got they lost the Broncos uh week eight in Denver. It just feels like their offense has kind of just been broken because before that, you know, they were six and one. They, their offense was, you know, efficient as usual, maybe not as explosive because of the personnel, but things were going good. And then they had that game against the Broncos. They get blown out. They lose 24 to nine. They only won twice since then. It's just, it just does not feel great for them. I think the, uh, sorry to interrupt you on. Oh, you go ahead. I think the main difference between these two teams is that, the, the simple fact that the Eagles, they just have the weapons and the Chiefs don't right now. They don't have yeah. receivers, you know, to to get them out of the slump. Um, feels like Patrick Mahomes is having to do everything. Um, a lot in their run game, more than we've ever seen before, because they cannot step. They, he, Mahomes cannot sit back and pick apart a defense like he used to be able to because he doesn't have good receivers. I mean, they his receivers are just consistently making bonehead plays. Kadarius Tony doesn't know how to line up correctly. Like, there's a, I, want, I want to get your thoughts on that, and then we'll move, we'll move on. Yeah. Um. Me personally, you are a multi-million dollar player in the NFL, and like, knowing how to line up onside, come on. Like, I get that's it. Something, that's something you learn in, like, middle school. And – you shouldn't so, rely on the, the official to let you know you're good. Mahomes, clearly Mahomes, obviously, a big talk about is Mahomes' reaction after the game. I don't know if he if that was a if it was just him at the ref or it was him just being frustrated with yeah these, these receivers this year. I will say this though, I didn't have much of an issue with like the the melt kind of meltdown he had on the sideline. I don't have I don't have a big Ooh. problem. Uh, it's the a- the post game exchange with Josh Allen. That's yeah. That that was that's a bad look, man. Like I like I understand you're frustrated. Josh Allen had nothing to do with that play. You know, like Josh like Josh Allen had no control over that play. He doesn't want to hear that. It's a bad look for a guy, the face, the guy who I think is the face of the NFL. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the, the 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 meltdown on the sideline, I get. You know, you lost two straight. You've lost four out of six. Your receivers. How many games of the Chiefs of their five losses? How many have they lost because the receivers just can't do anything right? Like I'd say about half, at least three. Yeah, because it, it goes back to the opener against the Lions when Kadarius Tony dropped a million passes in that game. Um, Mark, so yes, for that reason, I'm more concerned about the Eagles because even in that game against Dallas, their offense, their defense is another story. Their offense moved the ball; they just shot themselves in the foot on every drive with fumbles. Um, Hertz fumbled, AJ Brown fumbled, Devontae Smith fumbled. They're not going to do that all the time. And they do get a very easy schedule down the stretch. I think they're going to be okay, but they they've gone through it the last uh, two weeks. Um, so Mm -hmm. I'm, I have a higher level of concern with the chiefs at the moment. I, I would agree with you. And if you don't mind, let's take a little bit of a detour. 
Um, so in our recap games, we have the Bills and the Chiefs. So we yes. can kind of roll into that and talk a little bit more about the game and what we thought, if you want. And then yeah, we'll so Rams, Ravens. Yeah, let's do that. So I did not start watching this game until the end of the first quarter because CBS felt the need to show the Jack Browns Jaguars um, every last minute of Browns Jaguars, even though it was it was pretty much a blowout. Um, not a blowout, but a well decided game. But the Chiefs again, like they're they they did their nonsense of beating themselves. They got down fourteen nothing. They did a great job of getting back into the game, and their defense was outstanding. Like Josh Allen and the Bills offense scored six points after going up 14-0. The Bills defense like shut them down. Or, excuse me, the Chiefs defense shut them down. Um, but the the biggest talking point of this game is the last play. And I think we've beat it home enough. Like I like I think the Chiefs are gonna win out this year looking looking at the rest of their schedule. Wow. But like this game is they play the Patriots, they play the Raiders, they play the Bengals and the Chargers. Okay. That's yeah. So, um, you lose one more. One more. I will say this. Let's stay away from the Chiefs. The Bills in this one, they're seven and six. They they really saved their season. And after a tumultuous week with their head coach, um, I'm sure you saw about that. I think that happened after we recorded our last episode. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they. They saved their season. I've been lower on the Bills this year um, just because – and I'm not right. – I'm not going to sit here and say they're – like they're like, oh, they're one of the if, – if you let them in the playoffs, you don't want to play them. I'm not, not going to sit here and say they're back yet. I will say if they beat the Cowboys next week, I – in what, a game that we'll preview, I think I'm going to be back – in on them a little bit, at least as a strong playoff team. What's your stance there? Like, did, what did this game tell you about the Bills, um, who ended up winning the game? Let's stay away from the Chiefs and their inability to line up correctly, and you know, apparently not understanding the rules of football. If you listen to Mahomes and Andy Reid after the game, but like, what did this tell you about the Bills? Um, yeah, finally, finally winning a close game for the first time all year, essentially. Yeah, I, I'm in full agreement with you, except I I think I have been a little bit more like patient with the Bills this year, maybe than you. Mm-hmm. Um I've been a little bit more even keeled because they've always had the talent, they've always had their weapons. And when you have a guy like Josh Allen running the offense and he's not turning the ball over, they are a dangerous team. They are a team that can beat pretty much anybody. I mean, we they showed that they could they were in, in the game with the Eagles. Um, how could they compete with a team like the Ravens or like the 49ers? Uh, it'd, it'd be a close game, I feel like. I don't know if they <sighs> yeah. every, I feel like every Bills game's close. Like they, they can compete with the best of the best. It's a, a matter of whether or not they don't shoot themselves in the foot. And they didn't shoot themselves in the foot. Now, Allen threw a pick in this game, which allowed the Chiefs to get back in it. Um, but even in the second half, like their offense didn't score, but they, they avoided turnovers. Their defense, for the most part, played well. They they forced two Chiefs turnovers. Um, now, obviously, we're probably having a different conversation about their defense if Kadarius Tony could line up correctly. But holding, even with the way the Chiefs' offense has struggled this year, holding them to 17 points at home is is a good work by that defensive unit. I need to see one. I need to see a little more from Buffalo, but. 
mean, that was their season. There's they can stay, they stay alive. They're one of like a million teams that are seven and six in the AFC. Um, mm-hmm. As for the Chiefs, look, it, it was just kind of a microcosm of their season, really, or ever their season, the way they've been playing lately on offense. Just so many mistakes, so many penalties. Just like it's it's just it's not the Chiefs. It's not it's not what we have grown accustomed to the way they've played these last this last month, really. And you notice um, how lately they've stopped panning to Taylor Swift as much. That is true. Because they stopped talking about her as much. Yeah, like when you're eight and five, when you and have the same I mean they're, they're they have a one game lead in the division over the Broncos. Now they're gonna win that division because I think the Broncos will lose at least one more game. Mm-hmm. Um and the Chiefs, like I said, they have a cupcake schedule the rest of the year. Man, like like losing to the Eagles, acceptable. Losing losing to the you know, the Lions in the opener without Kelsey and Chris Jones, acceptable. Losing to the Packers. I mean, the Packers has lost to the Giants. Like, you can't lose that game. <laughs> it's just, it's just, it's not what we're accustomed to seeing. I will say this, though. I would not want to play them in the playoffs because they're a dangerous team, as always. Uh, the AFC is just not very good. Um, so I'm not counting them out. Like, I can they make, I, yeah, I think they can make the Super Bowl, but they got to fix it now. They got to fix their issues now. Uh, and if they, and if they don't, like, I don't know if they can win a playoff game. I'm pulling frankly. out. I'm out on them making the Super Bowl at this point. The only reason I'm not out on them making the Super Bowl is because the rest of the AFC is just so flawed. Like Baltimore. Like Baltimore needed yeah. overtime to beat the Rams at home. You know, and we'll get to that game in just about you know very soon. Um, it's just a very flawed conference. That's the only. If they if the Chiefs were in the NFC, I'd say forget it. No chance. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's just it was the I think their general manager deserves a lot of blame for what's happened for putting that wide receiver group together. Um mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know where they, where they go from here, really. But like I said, good win for the Bills. We'll move on to um do you have any parting thoughts on this game? No, nope, I'm good. All right. Let's move on to another AFC contender, the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, and probably what was the game of the week with their overtime victory over the Los Angeles Rams. Uh, they won the game in overtime thanks to a Tylen Wallace punt return touchdown. Uh, Lamar Jackson and Matthew Stafford both had big games. Lamar Jackson had that huge third and long conversion to Zay Flowers, uh, which I believe tie put the, put the Ravens in the lead. And then Matthew Stafford, Drove the Rams down the field for a game-tying field goal, um, which led to overtime, which led to the Ravens with their walk-off punt return. Okay, so first of all, the Rams, I, I don't think this is news. We're almost at the end of the year. The Rams were, have been a lot better this year than any of us would have predicted. Um, like they're The Rams are not a great team, but they're a team that's not going to get blown out very often. I guess, like going Baltimore is a tough place to play. They gave the Ravens all they could handle in this game. I think if you're a Ravens fan, you're you're both optimistic and a little worried after this game. Optimistic because your offense scored, thir- you know, you won the game. Um, Lamar looked great. Lamar, uh, knock on wood, is not going to get hurt at the end of the year like he has the last couple of years. 
you are mitigate like the Ravens receiving core is not great, but they're good enough. Like Odell Beckham is back, like not back to what he was with the Giants, but Odell Beckham has quietly been really good. Like he's been a really viable piece to their offense these last few weeks. Uh, Zay Flowers has been outstanding. Um, I'm a little, I know the Rams have a good offense or at least a talented offense. It's a little concerning from their defense though, I think to allow a team that really has three guys on offense, Matthew Stafford, Cooper cup and Puka Nakua. You mean the, just Ram- kind of the Ravens, up. the Ravens defense. You said the Rams. That's right. I meant the Ravens defense. Yeah. They let the Rams offense who like they have, they have three real like legitimately good players. They're not, not a great offensive line. Not much of a running game, and that you allow them to score 31 points in your own building. I know the Ravens defense has largely been excellent this year, so it's I, I can probably say that's a one-off. Um, but right now, like, how can you say the Ravens aren't the best team in the AFC? They have to be the favorites in the conference at the moment. Yeah, they are. You know, they're they've cleared themselves, you know, past the Chiefs, the Bengals. Um, yeah. You know, Jaguars. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. But the AFC is kind of weak this year, you know. Like oh, like I said, like that's the, that's the reason why I think the Chiefs could still make the Super Bowl, but I don't think they could beat Baltimore at the moment. The reason I'm concerned with Baltimore is is I feel like there's a lot of these games that they're a lot closer than they should be. Uh-huh. Like I feel like they play down to their competition a little because, bit. It's because of their offensive style. They don't play a style that's like gonna like. They don't, for example, they don't play a style like the Chargers or like you know uh, a spread offense that like uh, air raid offense that you can get leads and hold them. They they play a very like uh, deliberate you know run de- running downhill, uh, not a lot of quick scoring. So like when when you run an offensive style like that, I feel like you're always going to kind of keep the other team in the game and yeah, run up with with their defense. Yes, they have one of the best defenses in the NFL. But when when a team like the Rams, who does have weapons, comes into town and they can put up points, and to me it was very surprising that that <laughs> game was high scoring because of the weather. I didn't. Oh yeah, it was brutal. Yeah, and I didn't think that it was going to be high scoring. Um, so it, it was surprising to see this result, you know, with the amount of points. But yeah, I mean, two great quarterbacks, Lamar Stafford, showed why. Um, so yeah, like it's a great win for the Ravens. Um, I just wish they would, when they play a team that they're clearly better than they're, I, oh. I respect the Rams there. The Ravens are clearly better than the Rams. Maybe show it a little more. They did the same thing with the chargers a couple weeks ago. Like that game kind of came down to the wire. I'd like to see them like the 49ers, the 49ers don't play down their competition. The 49ers no. blow teams out. Even mm-hmm. the Cowboys have blown teams out. Mm-hmm. I'd like to see a little more from that, from the Ravens. They were doing it earlier in the year um i'd like to see a little more of that down the stretch yeah and they, they have an interesting matchup this week which we'll talk yes about. we'll get to uh so that's my only concern with them at the moment a team that i have a lot of concerns with right now uh and have had concerns with uh really for the last couple of weeks that's the detroit lions uh losing to the chicago bears uh in soldier field jack do you have the final score of that game pulled it up i know it was the oh, bears all of court the bears won by a pretty comfortable margin uh-huh. Bears, uh Lions. Um 13 to 28. Lions had okay. uh, so really not a close game. The Lions, they dropped to nine and four. They're still comfortable leading the NFC North. But 
I've been down on them for a few ever since they had that that blowout, you know, that kind of largely uncompetitive loss to the Packers on Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. I just don't know if they have the juice like to <laughs> to, yeah. to be a successful team in the playoffs. Um, defensively, they've been a mess for like the last two months. They've been an abject. They started off the season pretty well. They have been a disaster on defense. Uh, and they were, again, they let Justin, like Justin Fields against most teams, pretty average. Against the Lions, he looks like, he looks like 2015 Cam Newton out there against the Lions, both games this year. Um, uh-huh. They let they let Jordan Love dice them up. Uh, hell, they let the Saints, they let the Saints and Derek Carr score a bunch of points, a decent amount of points against them. 28. I do think they have issues on offense, um, and that is like, are you are you concerned with their offense at all? Because their offense, it feels like when they when the, when Jared Goff's not perfectly protected, their offense just doesn't work. Like, you know, the receivers like just don't get open. Um, I don't know, man. Like I'm kind of out in the Lions as Super Bowl contenders. What about you? I am. Uh, to be honest, I'm more worried about their defense. Oh, I, I am too. Like their defense stinks. They're, but I think their offense, what I'm saying is their offense is not good enough yeah. to overcome that defense. Yeah, I would agree with that. But I'm not, no, I'm, I, they can still contend for a Super Bowl high playoff seating. I, I'm, not, I'm trying not to react, although it is very concerning that they let the five and eight Bears do this to them. It, you know, this is not a game that we thought they were going to lose by 15 points. Um, yeah. So, that is that is a little bit concerning. It feels like it feels like out of all of the teams that are contending right now, the blinds have been blown out the most. Without question. They got destroyed by Baltimore. Yeah. Uh, let's see. They Packers, you know, it was Packers, a close game, but it was really not close for a while. Like you, the Packers were never in danger of losing that game. No. Uh, and then this game to the Bears. I mean, the Bears are bad. They're not good. You can't no. let that you can't let that happen if you're like I think it's it's very clear they're not on the tier of the 49ers, no. or the Cowboys, or the, or the Eagles, despite their recent struggles. Um, I just don't see a scenario where they, where they beat them in the playoffs, barring a major upset. Um, so nope. some concerns in Detroit. We'll see if they can square it away over the last month of the regular season. All right. Do you have anything left, Jack? Yeah, yeah I was going to have one more thing on this game. Okay. I think that Fields – is really solidifying himself right now. And he looks really good running the ball. And who knows, maybe that will stave off some Caleb Williams rumors. Or, or I wonder if the way he's playing right now is enough to, to shut out those rumors, you know? Yeah. You know, you know me. I'm not a big Justin Fields guy. Um, he, I have to admit, he has played much better recently, especially mm-hmm. in this game. Um, yeah. I do think he can be a respectable starter. I just think it's not going to happen in Chicago. I think the Bears, okay. if they're smart, the Bears, like, I I think, no, it's hard to project, but I think Caleb Williams and Drake May are better options than Justin Fields mm-hmm. at this moment. Um, but I, I think if they, sorry. was that? Go ahead, sorry. I, didn't mean I think they could get a decent haul for Justin Fields in a trade, like to the Falcons maybe. Uh-huh. I think that would make a lot of sense. He's from Atlanta. Um, but I do think I have to admit he has he has talent. I think he can be a guy who can be a a, a viable starting quarterback in the NFL. I'll let you. What, what were you going to say about that? I was going to say I want to see him with a uh, robust receiving core, not only one good wide receiver. And I want to yeah. see him with a stud running back too, because I feel like 
right now he's their main rushing offense, and I feel like there's a lot of pressure on him. So I don't I don't feel like it's safe to judge him yet. Yeah, I think that's why the Falcons make sense in a hypothetical trade. Like they have Bijan Robinson, they have Kyle Pitts, they have Drake, Drake London. London. Like yeah. I think Fields, like Fields is a better quarterback than Desmond Ritter. Like Justin Fields could thrive in that offense, I think. So yep. we'll see how he does the last month of the year. Good win for him. Um, bad loss for the Lions. Um, yep. That's kind of my parting thought there. All right. That should just about do it for week 14. Um, we'll now go into our period of awards with our players of the week. Jack, I will let you go first. Okay. So for my player of the week, I got to give a shout out to Zach Wilson. He's my player okay. of the week. Um, I feel like he earned this. He played really well. Maybe the best game of his career. Um, other than what he played against the Chiefs. But even this game, I think he played better. Uh, he had 75% completions, 301 yards, two touchdowns with 117 rating. Um, just really good performance overall um, against a, uh, I would say, solid Texans defense. Not great, solid defense. And I just, he, he looked like he was playing free and not worried about, you know, who who's going to take his job, you know. Um I feel like if going forward, if he keeps playing with this, you know, low pressure stakes type stuff, then he's going to be fine. Um, he, he's, uh, it, we'll see if, if he keeps playing this way, you know, Aaron Rodgers is going to be the starter next year. Um, is, does Wilson get traded? You know, possibly, uh, you, you know, yeah, I just don't know if he'll get traded to a spot like where he can be a starter. I think if it was smart thing with the Jets would bring him back. And if, if Rogers would probably only be there for one more year at most, at, you know, maybe one or two more years, maybe keep develop, developing him. So when Rogers retires, he can be their quarterback. Like he was drafted to be, but Hey, like Zach Wilson played well. Um, and do you think Rogers is coming back this year? No. Uh, yeah. I don't think either. He, he is either. He's stupid. So, yeah. So the Zach Wilson will likely be their quarterback for the rest of the year. I don't think, I mean, I understand why they benched him because he had some issues earlier on. They should not have benched him for Tim Boyle. I mean, come on. Like, like, at least if you have like a viable quarterback, but I don't know. Anyways, my player of the week is Will Levis, uh, rookie quarterback for the Tennessee Titans, put on a show on Monday night against the Dolphins. Huge upset win over the Dolphins, by the way. Another example, that's a that's a brutal loss for the Dolphins. We didn't talk, yeah. talk about that game. Um, it feels like the Dolphins and Lions are equivalent right now. No, they're the conference equivalent of each other. I, I completely agree with that. Um, but Will Levis led, two, led a 14-point comeback in under three minutes, led two two-minute drill drives against the Dolphins in Miami on the road, his, I believe his first Monday night football start. Mm-hmm. I think the Titans have their franchise quarterback. I think I've been largely impressed with Will Levis this season. You've been very bullish on him. Yeah, uh, I mean, like, I just think, like, the, the draft, I think he was unfairly evaluated in the draft process just because, like, I think well, some of that wasn't even football-related because, of, like, all the stuff about him putting his mayo in his coffee and <laughs> – Eating the banana peel and all that, but like girlfriend with him and his, or the drama with him and his girl. Oh my gosh, yeah. But like, if you can play, you can play, and I think he's uh he's earned the right to get another look next year. Um, he's very tough. A lot of guys, he is like he he like went right at Jalen Ramsey. Did you see that play? I I didn't watch the game because I had to watch the Packers lose to Tommy DeVito. Um, unfortunately, but I saw that highlight. So it's a really it's a really big 
stretch of the season for these guys like Levis, Fields, Zach Wilson, Kyler Murray, Kyler Murray to a degree, trying to prove that you know they're the guy for their team next year. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, that's about it for Week 14. Yep, uh, we're gonna we're gonna roll into our Week 15 preview with. Uh, I would I, I think I'd call this the game of the week. Um, it's the Cowboys at the Bills. Um, you have two teams on the upswing. Um, the Cowboys right now are just on fire. Like this is, this is quite the stretch they're playing. They're 10 and three. The, uh, the bills are seven, six, I think. Right. Yes, they are. Yep. So, Oh, I'll let you start on this one. Um, give me some thoughts on the game and give me your pick. All right. So the, the thing with the Cowboys this year is their home road splits are pretty jarring. The Cowboys at home are basically like the greatest offense you've ever seen in your life. They score 30 points without even trying at home. On the road has not been the same. Like they've still been a good offense in road games this year, but like like Dak's numbers aren't the same. Um, they're just not as efficient offensive on, on the road. And so they're going to Buffalo. Well, I think the game will be pretty cold, I'd imagine. Uh, against the Bills defense that has has been up and down at times this year, but they can get after you. Like they they can get they they they're physical. They can make some plays against you. They're not a great defense without with all their injuries, but they can. I can see them creating some issues for Dak in this game, mm-hmm. um, because like they still have they still have those safeties. I think Micah Hyde got hurt against the Chiefs. We'll see if he plays. I can. I don't think it's going to be as easy for Dak in this game because I think Sean McDermott can create some problems for the Bills, for the Cowboys, uh, for the Cowboys offense. Um, mm-hmm. But for the Bills, it'll be interesting to see how they how they respond. Like, are they back, or was that just kind of like a aberration flash in the pan? Um, I, we're gonna see. We're gonna learn a lot about these two teams from this game. Like, if the Cowboys win this game, I'm ready to call them like a 1A, 1B best team in the NFC along with the Niners, assuming the 49ers beat the Cardinals, uh, which I, which is safe to assume. Um, if the Bills win this game, I'm ready to say that they're back in a team that could viably make the Super Bowl. So like it's, it, it's, a, it's a big game for both these teams. I'm going to pick the Bills because I just think the Cowboys – this is the type of the game that the Cowboys have struggled with, cold weather, on the road – Rosh's environment, uh, a defense that can like can create some problems, um, can create some turnovers, um, kind of a scrap with a scrappy defense. Um, so I don't think it's going to be a smooth sailing for Dak in this game. I think he could actually have a borderline bad game here, um, and I think Josh Allen can make some plays. I think Allen will make one more play than Dak will in this game. Um, and I really do think the Bills can prove that, like that, that win over the Chiefs was a galvanizing moment for their season. So I'm going to take the Bills in this one. Yeah, you can. I'm gonna, this is going to look super silly. Bills 31, Cowboys 14. Wow. I think the Bills. Are, I think the Bills are going to crush them in this game because I just think the cow. It's going to be like a kind of a classic Cowboys letdown game that we've grown accustomed to over the years. Like they're red hot. They can do no wrong. They play a really good team on the road, and Kersplat. There it goes. So I'm. I think the Bills are riding. Uh, right. I think that win against the Chiefs gave them some momentum, 
and it will be enough for them to pull out the win. I'm expecting a big day from Josh Allen. I think he's gonna he's gonna go off in this game. Uh, yeah, I like. I mean, I like your upset pick there. I like the way you justified you justified it. Um, I just oh, I've, I picked against I picked against the Cowboys a lot this year. You know, and I picked against the Bills. Like I've been down the Bills all season, and here I am pick, predicting them to like blow out one of the best teams in the league. So yeah. it's just it's just the nature of the year. Yeah. So having said that, I think you laid out the analysis pretty well there. Um, I just don't know if this is the game that the Cowboys just stop. You know, um, I think I'm going to have to stick with the Cowboys on this one. Okay. On the road, yeah, it's probably going to be cold. You're right, um, but right now Dak is playing out of his mind. See, yeah, like he is out of his yeah. mind. Um, they, they, they just have everything working right now, and um, I don't. I still think the Cowboys' defense is formidable. It's maybe not as uh, studly as we 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 thought. In, in the beginning of the year, they've been kind of getting carved up lately. The run defense is not good, which is which is amazing that Philadelphia didn't try to run the ball more on Sunday night. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. The Bills need to run the ball in this game with James Cook and Allen to a degree because Allen can run too. That that would be a great formula for the Bills to win. Um, I do think it's going to be more competitive than you say. Um, I think it's going to be let, – let's just throw out my pick right now. I'm going to say Dallas 30, and I'm going to say the Bills 27. So it's okay. going to be a close game. It's going to come down to the wire. Um, I do think this is an upset that the Bills could pull. I just am more confident right now in the Cowboys. That's fair. Um, yeah, I've just seen it. I've just seen it so many times for the Cowboys, like road games. Like I know people are saying this year is different, but like I don't know. I just, I, I just, I just like the Bills in this one. I just think they're going to come out and play a really, really sound game and kind of put themselves back in that AFC playoff race. It would be a huge win. Huge win. Huge win. It would change the change the entire outlook of their season. Mm-hmm. Um, let's go to the Sunday night football game. We have the Jacksonville Jaguars taking on the Baltimore Ravens. The Jaguars coming off two consecutive losses. They're eight and five. The Ravens, as we just talked about, they have the best record in the conference at 10 and three. Really, really intriguing game here. Uh, I started the last one, so Jackson, I'll let you start and give your prediction on this uh, on this one. Um, okay. Trevor Lawrence versus Lamar Jackson, so be a good quarterback matchup there. What's your thoughts? Who wins? What are some matchups? And um, what's your over? What's your um, ultimate pick here? Well, first of all, last week, you know, I think Trevor Lawrence played a pretty good game considering the circumstances, and he was still hurt, hey. playing hurt, and. Uh, I, that was super impressive to me that, you know, he played well. He didn't play great, but he played well enough. Um, I just think the Jaguars have a lot of issues on defense. Um, I, mean, I mean, Joe Flacco, I mean, my gosh, looked like yeah, Joe Montana out there. Jake Browning, too, just carved him up. Yeah. Um, so, I like what I'm seeing from Trevor. Um, they're not running the ball very well. Um uh, Trevor is feeding Evan Ingram. Ingram had a huge game last week. Um, I, I like what I'm seeing from them. It's at home. Uh, it's probably going to be warm. I'm jealous of that. Uh, and you have the Ravens coming in. You know, they're hot-ish. Um, Lamar Lamar versus Trevor is very interesting. Uh, 
two, two contrasting styles as well of offense, very contrasting styles of offense. Um, I think my heart wants me to pick the Jags in an upset, you know, I, yeah. I want to see this upset. Cause I think it'd be a huge, another huge win for the Jags. Like this would be yeah. kind of like the bills and the, the Cowboys. This would be a huge win for the Jaguars. And if they were to win this game, then we can talk about them potentially being Super Bowl contenders. You know, they got to win. They got to win this game because they're they're holding on by a thread to, the, to their division lead. Yeah, exactly. And that's not the strongest of divisions. Um, but, it is this year. You have three teams above five hundred. I guess you're right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm talking about. I was just guess. I'm guess. I'm talking about in terms of like quality playoff teams, like teams that. Yeah, are, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah, not like teams that are fringe playoff teams, like the Texans. And the Colts. Yeah. Um, but having said that, uh, I think I have to stick with the Ravens on this one. I just like like I said before, I just think I'm more confident in them to to get to pull this one off. Um, I do think this game could be a little bit more comfortable for them to win, not as competitive. It maybe in the end they pull out an extra touchdown or something like that. Um, so I think I'm going to pick the Ravens to win 34 and the Jags 23. 34-23, interesting. Yes. Um, fun. No, this is the first time the Jaguars have been on Sunday Night Football since 2008. So, um, interesting. That's just, that's kind of like your useless stat of the day. Um, for whatever reason, I hmm, – it's a really interesting game. Back-to-back Logic says to pick the Ravens. They're better in pretty much every facet of the game. Their defense could give Lawrence problems. The their, Jacksonville's defense has not been good. You know, they started off the year well, surprisingly. They have not been good for, for the last month. Lamar, Lamar could have a field day there. Zay Flowers could have a day. Odell could have a day. Um, but something about it just feels like the Ravens could have a letdown game. Kind of similar to how I'm predicting the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. You you come off this huge overtime win. I'm sure they're probably a little tired. Um, and I think the Jaguars have some desperation here. Like you lose two straight. Uh, you lose two. You lose two straight to teams that, quite frankly, you probably should have beat. I understand Lawrence has been banged up. You you should you should have beat Jake Browning and you should have beat Joe Flacco. Like that's just something that should happen. Mm-hmm. So of course they they're going to go here and beat the Ravens, which I'm predicting. Just spoiler alert, because I just think the desperation will come into play. I think the Ravens, they're a little, they're they're just a little fatigued from what happened against the Rams, um, and I can just kind of see them going into this game a little lethargic. I still think it'll be competitive because I just think the Ravens are that talented; they'll keep it close. But I think the Jaguars are gonna they're gonna really want to win this game to establish themselves in the AFC South. Furthermore, in the AFC. Um, I think Trevor Lawrence, it'll be interesting to see how he plays against this, this Ravens defense. Um, cause he's been up and down against elite defenses throughout his career. Uh, was not even against the Browns on Sunday. He overall played a fine game. He did, he did throw three picks. Um, Oh shoot. And yeah, he threw three interceptions, but he, he threw three touchdowns though. So it wasn't, it wasn't like a complete disaster of a game, uh-huh. uh, but I think he'll win. He'll do enough to win the game here. One thing that Jacksonville will need to do is take Zay Flowers out of the game. If they can take Zay Flowers out of the game, I understand Beckham's bet, you know, come along recently. The Ravens can be neutered 
if they stop the run and take Zay Flowers out. Um, so if they do that, I think they could win. So I'm going to go – I think it's going to be a relatively low-scoring game. I'm going to go Jaguars 20, Ravens 17. So it looks like you're on the upset train this week. Huh? I'm, going, I'm on the upset train this week. I'm going with desperation over who probably is the better team. Yeah, desperation over logic. Yeah. Um, moving to our third and final matchup of the week, uh, got the Eagles and Seahawks. Eagles traveling to Seattle. Um and what I would say, it's a must-win scenario for both teams, more so the Seahawks. Um, uh, it's it's going to be an interesting game. Um, you know, the C- I'll, I'll start off on this one. Uh, you have the Seahawks at home, really good home, really good home field advantage. Um, one of the best in the NFL. Maybe that could be a factor here. Um, they're seven and six, right? I think they're six and seven. Oh, jeez. Okay. Yeah. They, yeah. Yeah. So they they really need this win, like bad. Like they're they're gonna pull out all the stops here. This is a game I could see them upsetting. You know, like the Eagles coming off a tough game last week. Let they could let down a little bit. That you know they could still be sulking about the loss last week. You know, I feel like that's a possibility. I still feel like it's more likely that the Eagles will get it figured out a little bit and. They'll they'll be the Eagles we we've seen you know most of the year, um, so you have. I really do think the Eagles need to to stick with the run game. Like they've been just so reliant on us, and like I just they're just so unbalanced right now, and yeah. I think that's a big problem um, because they're they're having a lot more three and outs than usual. Uh, just a lot of empty drives. And if they focus on their run game, I feel like they can run the ball on most teams. Like, look at their offensive line. Like, why aren't they using that to their strength? Why, what happened to the Eagles of week two and three where, where they were running the ball down people's throats all the way down the field? Now it's completely changed, and they're just throwing. Like, I don't I don't know what Jalen Hurts' pass attempts are looking like lately, but I would guess they're over 30 over 30 probably probably higher than a little higher than they should be now they've been trailing these last couple games so it's probably in place a little bit yeah Uh, yeah so i i really hope that they do that they get back to that and as for these as for the seahawks their formula for this game um i think it's going to be throwing the ball i think it's going to be spreading the field out using dk using jackson smith and jigba um because we saw what they could do to the Cowboys, their secondary. I feel like these secondaries are similar. Um, both maligned secondaries, and I feel like Gino could do some work in that area. Will he uh, be back this week? He didn't play on Sunday. Who? Locked play. Uh, oh, right. Yeah, I think he's going to be back. That's what I'm He probably will be. Yeah. And their offense wasn't completely putrid with, with uh, Drew Locke at the helm, but they were not what they are now, what they are with Gino. Gino's clearly better. But oh yeah. So I, I see that. That's probably the path. They probably need to come up with a few turnovers, you know, uh, a few picks, maybe a fumble here and there or something like that. Yeah. To win. Other than that, if they don't do those things, I think this is gonna be an Eagles win. I think okay. that, um I would I don't know if I'd call it a get right game. I'd call it more of like a we're back down to earth game. We're back 
where we should be like we're we're this this is some sense of normalcy for the eagles so um i think i'm gonna pick the eagles here um to win 28 and the seahawks 20 28 20 okay interesting and like you said you laid out perfectly this is a must-win game for both teams the seahawks need to win this game to basically keep their season alive the eagles need to win this game just to get back just to get back on track really Mm -hmm. um I think the the Eagles in this game, I think it's just it, usually when that type of thing happens, the better team wins. The Eagles are a better team than Seattle. Um, I think they're going to get – this is – I think – I don't know if they're going to be like back to like a complete dominating win, but they'll, I think they'll win the game and just trend towards getting where they want to be in the playoffs. And like you said, their defense – I have no idea what's going on. Like, their their passing defense has been suspect at best all year, and I, suspects too nice. Their passing defense has been bad all season. They're they can still rush the passer. Their front's still good, so they can get it. And Seattle's offensive line stinks. They can get after Geno in this game. Um, so that's one advantage they have there. I'll keep saying it, like, run the football if you're Philadelphia. Run the ball with DeAndre Swift behind that great offensive line. Seattle's front is nothing special, so you can run on them. And create an easier passing game for Jalen Hurts. Like, when I watch these last two games, there's no creativity in their passing concepts. They're basically asking Jalen Hurts and A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith to be Superman and just like, hey, here's a go ball. Hey, here's a here's a here's a stick route. Run a slant. Like run like scheme people open. Like make it easy for your quarterback. Do what the do what the 49ers do for Brock Purdy. Do what the Dolphins do for Tua. You know what I mean? Like where is the creativity in this offense? 100%. I I need to see that. With that said, they'll win this game. Like they 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 were 10 and 1 for a reason. Now, I understand they they won a lot of close games. They don't have the dominating wins that the 49ers or even the Cowboys do. But like winning close games is a good thing. Like if you're 10 and 1, you're a really good football team. I think they'll kind of get back to their standard in this game. I think it'll be a little closer than many Eagles fans would like, mm-hmm. but they'll win this game. I'm going to go Eagles 28, Seahawks 23 because I think they could score a decent amount against the Eagles passing defense, but the Eagles win this game. They'll get to 11 and three and make some positive trends after the last couple of weeks. All right. Looks, looks like we're agreeing on that one. Yes, yes, we are. Um, Now, what, what is this last segment? So it's who's in, who's out. So as I mentioned at the beginning of the podcast, the wild card race is pretty wild in both, both conferences right now. Feels like half the damn AFC is seven and six. Half of the NFC is six and seven. So I'm going to name basically every team that's in the wild card picture, and you're going to say, and we're going to say whether or not they are going to make the playoffs. So we'll start with the NFC with the Minnesota Vikings, who are seven and six. They are in the number six spot in the postseason at the moment. So will the Vikings make the playoffs? By the way, they just benched Josh Dobbs for Nick Mullins. So Josh Dobbs' little story there, unfortunately, appears to have come to an end. Nick Mullins is their quarterback now. Um, So will the Vikings make the playoffs? Uh, Yes or no? Who's behind them, directly behind them? (laughs) Uh, Dobbs. 
Oh no! Oh, for the Team. you mean the Vikings? Yeah. So Green Bay, the Packers yeah. are behind them. Then I'll get to all the teams later on. So we'll start with okay. the Vikings. I'm going I'll say like, I'll say they're out. Okay. I, I don't believe. I think the quarterback's a big a big problem right now. So their defense is playing outstanding, but yeah, I mean, my God, big that problem. Game, that game against the Raiders. Woo. Worst game of the year. Yikes. Uh, they're out for me right now. I agree with you. The quarterback situation, I think, is just too much to overcome at this point. I do not think they're going to make the playoffs. I agree that they're out. Next up, we have the Packers, six and seven. They are in the seventh spot at the moment. Kind of a Jekyll and Hyde team. They beat the Lions. They beat the Chiefs. And wham, they lose to Tommy DeVito and the Giants on Monday Night Football. Um, so in or out, the Packers. I'll say in. Just because their their competition isn't the best, but they're in right now. Yeah. I feel like they have, you know, among uh, the Vikings and the Giants, like teams that they're competing with, they have the best quarterback. So I feel like that's just a big a big thing right now. So I'll say that. Yeah, I'll say they're in. I think they will make the playoffs. Um, their upcoming schedule, Bucks could be a tough game. Panthers. Panthers, yeah, it's at home. They should. That's a game they should win. Mm-hmm. Panthers, Vikings, Bears. So yeah, um, we should. That, win. So I'm going to say the Packers are in. All right. Next up, we got the Rams, six and seven. Um, have been competitive all year. Just one spot out of the playoffs at the moment. In or out, the LA Rams. I'm going to say that they're in. Um, okay. I just really like what they're doing on offense right now. They're throwing the ball around. Um, they're running the ball enough uh, to keep defenses honest, and Stafford's playing really well right now. So I'm going to say that they're in uh, without knowing. I, they play the Commanders this week, so that should be a win. So they yeah, should, that's a game. They should be evened up. I will also say they're in. I th- so I think the Packers and the Rams, because the other wild card will be either well, one, of the, one of the two NFC East teams, okay. Philly or Dallas. So I agree with you they're in. I think the Rams will get in the playoffs. So I think it's going to be the Packers and the Rams, which means we think the Seahawks are out, yep. the Falcons are out, and the Saints are out. Um, going out to the AFC, where everyone's seven and six, um, basically we'll just go through all the seven and six teams at the moment, starting with the Pittsburgh Steelers. At this moment, they are in the number six spot with, with four weeks to go. Um, Kenny Pickett, I don't know when he will be back. Um so they have a rough quarterback situation at the moment. Trubisky is their starter. Um, we know what Mitch Trubisky is at this point. Seven and six, they play the Colts on Saturday, a team that we'll get to here in a bit. So, Jack, in or out, the Steelers? The Steelers are out, and yeah. they're going to lose the Colts on the road. So, yeah, that's going to be a big nail in the coffin. I hope to God they're out. I cannot express how much I don't want to watch the Steelers in the playoffs. They stink. I have no idea how they have seven wins. I have, um, for example, I have more confidence in the in the Bengals to make a run. Yeah, with Jake Browning, like I, they're they're out. Like I'm sorry, that's that's just something that's not going to happen. Um, yeah, um, they're basically hogging a playoff spot at the moment. They just lost I, for two and ten team. Back to back two and ten team. They lost the Cardinals and the Patriots at home. Like that's just they're not making the playoffs. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, next up, we have the team they are playing Saturday, the Colts, seven and six. They are currently in the seven spot in the AFC wild card picture. Uh, Gardner, they're winning with Gardner Minshew. They they're coming off a pretty lopsided loss, the Bengals, 
last Sunday. Uh, rough loss there. But the Colts, do you think they are in or are they out? Uh, I'm going to say that they're in. They'll be one of the last teams in the UFC in. Interesting. Um, they're going to get a win this weekend, and they have what – I don't know what they have after that, but uh, – well, Let's crazy. do some on-the-fly research here. Like I said, they play the Steelers Saturday. Um, let's see. I'm trying to think who they have, maybe. I'm pulling it up right now. So the Colts they play after the, the game – they I have to go to their current season. Shoot. Well, they have the Falcons, the Raiders, and the Texans. Oh, okay. Okay. Those are I, I'm feeling confident about them. They're gonna win. Yeah. They're gonna win two out of those, <clears throat> probably. So three out of four total. I kind of them. Yeah, I kind of tend to agree. Ah, uh, gosh. They're going to beat the Raiders. They're going to beat the, – the Texans will be a toss-up. Falcons, um, I think – Falcons, I think, is kind of a toss-up. I'm going to say out. I don't think they get – I think they're going to win Saturday, but I think they're going to lose two out of their last three. I'm going to say out. I do not think the Colts will make the playoffs. Okay. So we disagree there? Yep. I think that's right. the only one we disagree on so far. I think so. Next up, we have their division rival, the Houston Texans, 7-6. and six, One spot out of the playoffs at the moment. Uh, obviously, they – Rough, rough performance against the Jets last uh, last last Sunday. CJ Stroud got knocked out of the game with a concussion. We'll see what his status is coming up. I don't know if he's going to play or not. The Texans have been one of the more surprising teams in the league this year, but will they make the playoffs in or out? It pains me to say this because they're a great story this year, but I think they're going to be out. Um, yeah. Mainly because of their quarterback situation again. Davis Mills coming in. I don't think CJ is going to play this week. One one week removed from the concussion. Yeah. Um, usually, players don't come back within a week uh, after having a concussion. So, especially after the the Tua situation last year. Yeah, so I think teams are a little more cautious. Yep. That's yeah. No, they're going to be out. I, I I tend to agree. Let's see. They they got the Colts and they have uh, they, the Colts we they play Houston plays the Titans on Sunday and look with the way Will Levis is playing recently awesome. like yep. if you have Davis Mills in that game like I like Tennessee in that game I'm out I'm sorry like I think both AFC South teams will miss the playoffs ultimately okay so I'm going to be out on the Texans and I take no pleasure in saying that because like I said they were one of them they they were I love CJ Stroud great story this year um, I don't think they make the playoffs, but they will in the future. I think they have, they have a bright future ahead of them. Mm-hmm. Next up, we have the Denver Broncos, uh, seven and six, coming out off a win against the Chargers. They play the Lions on Saturday. Um, Russell Wilson enjoying a, a at least a moderate career career revival this season. I like the job Sean Payton's done down the stretch here. In or out, the Broncos will they make the playoffs? The Broncos are in. Just okay. That division is terrible, <laughs> but they're they're playing well right now. So yeah, uh, I think they've earned the respect. You know, with all, all the clowning they got earlier this year, they're in. Uh, okay, interesting. So you have so you have the Colts and the Broncos as as your wild your last two wild card teams. Yes, because the Browns are eight and five. Like I think it's a relative, and they have the Bears on Sunday. I think it's a relatively safe bet the Browns are going to be in the playoffs. Yeah, they're they're safer than the Broncos and the Colts, but not so, so um 
man. So I said no to the Steelers. I said no. I'm going to agree with you. I'm going to, I think the Broncos are going to make the playoffs, um, which is insane considering the start to the season they had with that debacle against the Dolphins, giving up 70 points, one and five start. I think they get in. I, I think Russell Wilson's going to be back in the playoffs this year. Um, Let him cook. So that means, that means you do not have the Bills making the playoffs. Really? Yeah. You okay. have the Browns, the Colts, and the Broncos as your wild card teams. Yeah, I'm going to stand on business there because, you know, the Bills could easily lose this week. And Yeah. So that's – hearing it that way, yeah, it doesn't feel good, but those other teams have a path. They have a path for sure, so – well, the Bills will be my last wild card team. I think they will get in. Um, so that's kind of a spoiler there. The Bengals, they're, I respect what they're doing without Burrow. I just don't think it's going to be enough. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's kind of all the relevant teams left. Then you have like the five and eight, the teams holding on for dear life, like the Jets and the the Raiders, like those teams. Um, so, yeah, that kind of wraps it up. So I'm really excited to see this, this playoff race in the – as the season regular season winds down here. Yep. It should be a, should be a fun week. Maybe not as action packed as a few weeks ago, but should be a fun week of football ahead. We got football on Thursday, Saturday and Sunday and Monday. So it's going to be Monday. Great. Great. And I'll be done. We'll be done with school for the semester. No school Uh, after time to just sit back and watch. All right. That should do it. Uh, Do you have any parting thoughts? Nope. Do you? I do not. All right, that's going to wrap it up for the latest edition of the Unlimited NFL Podcast. Uh, It's been great talking football, and we will see you next time.